Welcome to Help Me Podcast, a show designed to help you launch and grow your podcast. I am your host, Gino, and twice a week, I will release a new episode with different tips and tricks for launching and growing your podcast. From audio engineering to planning intentionally to growth tactics, each episode will be a bite-sized tip to help you podcast. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning back in to Help Me Podcast. Today, I want to talk about a very specific problem that people that use the Shure SM7B and also the Electrovoice RE20 microphones might run into. So if you are using a Shure SM7B or the Electrovoice RE20, you're going to want to stay tuned and listen to this episode because it might help you out with a problem that you might be experiencing. So these are the two industry standard XLR microphones. They are used for podcasting and broadcast all the time. They were designed for this intent. So there's a chance that, you know, many of you are using these microphones and they're great microphones. They sound really good. They're perfect for broadcasting. They look cool. You know, nothing bad about them except the price. (laughs) Both of these microphones are dynamic microphones. And if you've ever used one, you may notice that they may seem quieter than other more traditional XLR microphones. And this is because the output of these microphones are very low. So to give you a little background and to help you understand what that means, I wanna talk about what XLR microphones are actually producing. And when you use an XLR mic, they are creating what's called a low level signal, meaning that pretty much it's a very quiet sound and it's not a very strong signal, which is why you have to use an audio interface in order to boost that signal to a level that is audible and a level that you can actually use. This is why we have to turn the gain up on our interface in order to get a good volume to record at. So the gain on an interface is created with the pre-amplifier that's inside of your audio interface. So if you think of an amplifier, you know, like a guitar amplifier, right? What does a guitar amplifier do? It's basically taking, uh, you know, the very quiet electric strings on your guitar and it's amplifying that noise into something that's loud or, you know, you can hear it. If you've ever played an electric guitar without an amplifier, you know that they're very quiet but once you plug them into an amplifier, it then amplifies the noise, right? It amplifies the sound of the guitar. So your pre-amplifier in your audio interface is doing the same thing. It's amplifying your microphone's level. Depending on which kind of microphone you have, some of them need more of this and some of them need less of this, but the Shure SM7 and the RA20 need a lot of this. And the problem becomes when you're using kind of a, you know, a budget level interface, it's nothing like music studios would use or anything like that. You're using a Focusrite interface or maybe a PreSonus. They normally only give you around 40 decibels of gain boost. And, and the SM7 needs around 40 decibels of gain in order to be a usable output level or a good output level. And now in lies the problem is that you basically have to max out your preamp on your interface. So, you know, to bring this down to a practical purpose, you plug in your SM7B into your focus, right? And then you turn that gain knob all the way up to the top. And here at this level, you may be getting a decent level if you're speaking loud or you're projecting a lot, you may get a decent usable level. But the problem is you have your gain maxed out and you have your pre-amplifier in your audio face maxed out. 
This can create noise because it's turned all the way up and it wasn't really designed to be used all the way up like that. Um, so not only are you still kind of struggling with the audio level, but now you have this noise introduced, which would sound something like a hiss or, you know, like a you'll probably hear something like that if you turn your turn your preamp all the way up. And actually, let me just turn mine all the way up and not talk and see if we can get any sounds. Okay, so I just turned that up and I can see visually in my audio recording program that there was noise. So that's just a perfect example of why you don't want to turn your interface all the way up to the top. I am using a Focusrite interface right now with a Shure SM7, but the reason why I don't have to turn my gain all the way up is because I'm using an additional tool. What I'm using is called an inline gain booster. And this is exactly as it sounds. It basically just gives your interface a little bit more power. You know, it's it's like if you were to add another gain level knob and they both work together, right? So now I could turn one up halfway and then I could turn the other one up halfway. And now it's really like I turned the first one up all the way, but I don't have to do that. The only difference is these gain boosters don't have a, a level knob on them. They basically are meant to just be plugged in and then kind of forgotten about. So you know, for example, with my DM1 Dynamite stick, I'm basically using it only when I'm using a Shure SM7 and I'm plugging it in, and it kind of just makes the Shure SM7 more like a normal microphone now. So it's adding that gain, but I don't have to mess with it. I don't have to set it. I don't have to turn up the knob or anything like that. It's just automatically adding on that gain. And the way that it does this is it runs off of phantom power, which can be provided by your audio interface. So the Shure SM7, a dynamic microphone, you don't need phantom power, but when you plug in the DM1 Dynamite stick, now you turn the phantom power on and magically your gain shows up. <laughs> so you do wanna make sure that your phantom power is turned on when you're using these, otherwise they will not work, but all audio interfaces will have a phantom power supplied. Usually phantom power is used for condenser microphones because they need to be powered. But in this case, you'll be using a dynamic microphone with the phantom power because of the inline gain booster. You know, it's just something you got to remember to do when you use these these inline gain boosters is to just turn that phantom power on and uh, then you'll be able to start recording because, you know, I've done it a bunch of times. You know, I log onto a Zoom call. I use my Shure SM7. I got my dynamite stick plugged in. And then people are like, oh, I can't hear you, can't hear you. And then, you know, I remember, oh, I got to turn my phantom power on. I forgot. So I click the button, turn the phantom power on. And now, you know, my vocals are coming through good. So you'll know right away that you forgot your phantom power because you don't get any signal at all. So it's not like a quieter SM7 and you'll get a signal. You'll get no signal whatsoever. You may have heard of the Cloudlifter preamp, um, which is a similar thing. It's not the one that I use, but it does the same thing and it gives you more gain and more power so you don't have to max out your preamp on your audio interface. But the reason I like the DM1 Dynamite stick better than the Cloudlifter is because A, it's cheaper, B, you get more gain, and C, it's easier to use and it's cleaner and simpler and smaller and all that. So it's, in my opinion, the better solution. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the cloud lifter is basically like this blue box that you kind of have to like put on your desk or somewhere. You have to get another XLR cable to plug into it. And then you plug your microphone XLR out of it. And 
you know, it's an additional step. It's an additional XLR cable. But with the SE DM1 Dynamite stick, it's basically like a four inch long stick in the shape of an XLR cable, but it's, you know, made out of metal and it's hard. And you can basically plug it into the back of your microphone or plug it into the front of your interface and then use one XLR cable to plug into the back of it. So you don't need any additional equipment and you don't really need to, you know, house it somewhere. It's not big. It's, it's small. It's the thickness of an XLR cable jack. So to me, it's a lot cleaner. It looks better. And it's also cheaper. The DM1 Dynamite stick right now on Amazon is $99, where the cloud lifter is $150. So, you know, you're saving a third of the price. And like I said, to me, it's a better solution. But either way, the cloud lifter or the DM1 Dynamite stick will both help you in this issue of using your SM7B and having it be too quiet. Because Right now I'm using an SM7 through a Focusrite audio interface and I'm using the DM1 Dynamite stick and my gain knob is turned at about 12 o'clock. So I'm getting a great usable level and I'm not having to max anything out. I'm not getting any additional noise or anything like that. And that's really where you wanna be when you're recording. You don't wanna have to have your preamp maxed out and you kinda like yelling in your microphone in order for you to use your very expensive microphone. And you know, if you're gonna spend $400 you know, $500 on a microphone, you got to spend an extra $100 to make sure that you can use it properly. You're not having to test your audio interface and and max it out. You want to be able to do it right. So again, just to recap the reason why you need these extra pieces of equipment for the two industry standard microphones, the Shure SM7B and the ElectroVoice RE20, The reason you need it is because they produce a lower level than other normal XLR microphones, and you need a little bit more gain to be able to boost the signal to a usable level. So what we do is we use some extra gain. You can find extra gain in a cloud lifter, or you can find some extra gain in the one that I recommend, which is the DM1 Dynamite Stick, which is made by SC Electronics, and I'll leave the link to that in the description. So hopefully this will fix your issues. I know it can be kind of a frustrating issue because you know you just bought this expensive microphone and you got your interface and it's still not working properly and it's not working in the way that you would want it to. So I see a lot of people you know asking this question and complaining about the microphone, but there's nothing wrong with the mic. There's nothing wrong with the audio interface. It's just These audio interfaces only have so much gain and you just need a little bit more with these two microphones. So go get yourself a DM1 Dynamite stick or the Cloud Lifter if you prefer and you'll be all set to record with your microphones and you shouldn't have any issues from there. So I hope this was helpful. Thanks for tuning in and good luck. Happy podcasting. We've reached the end of the episode and if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening and happy podcasting.